The Washington Wizards have a brand new front office with the hiring of Michael Winger, Will Dawkins, and Travis Schlink. So we're going to talk about that. And what is the checklist for the Washington Wizards going forward? We're going to talk about that and more next on Locked On Wizards. You are Locked On Wizards, your daily Washington Wizards podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every single day. And today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use a promo code Locked On NBA for $20 off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guarantee. So, E, let's get into it. Washington Wizards, brand new front office. Uh, the run through real quick. Uh, Michael Winger was hired as the new president of basketball operations. Will Dawkins, as of today, was hired as the new general manager, number two in the pecking order. And Travis Schlink, vice president of player personnel. So, man, how excited are you, E, with these hirings? Yeah, this is exciting, man. We have a uh, new big three, as people are calling it, you know, of Schlink, Michael Winger, and also Will Dawkins. So we have a big three in the front office. It, it's it's just it's it's a breath of fresh air, man. Ted is really he's going out of his comfort zone, getting guys that know ball um, that have been successful in rebuilding situations. Travis Schlenk had to rebuild with the Atlanta Hawks, drafted Trey Young. They made it to an Eastern Conference Finals. You look at the Thunder, how they rebuilt. They had to, they traded Paul George, they traded Russell Westbrook. Look how they rebuilt. They've gotten so many assets. SGA just made an All NBA team. They drafted Chet Holmgren, drafted Jalen Williams. Um, so people who have have good. Uh, drafting records, good scouting records, have been in the league for uh, many, many years. Will Dawkins is a young guy, 37, year, seven, 37 years old, worked with Michael Winger in OKC, young, up and com- uh, young and up-and-coming uh, a guy, just knows ball, hiring him as a general manager. So this is it's just totally different. It's a breath of fresh air where we're used to um, Ted hiring guys who have been in the within the organization for many, many years and just giving them the job. He's gone out there, done his due diligence, and hired uh, a, a great team of guys. So Will Dawkins uh, has a great drafting record under Sam Presti, uh, just going against the green, getting young athletic guys, athletic wings, uh, Chet Holmgren, Jalen Williams, um, the many, many guys they've hit in the second round with James Earl uh, Robinson Jr., Aaron Wiggins. Uh, they've hit many – Lou Dort was undrafted. Look how great he's been as a, as a defender right next to SGA. Josh Giddy with a six pick. Uh, he's been great. He's had a couple triple doubles. He's been a great player uh, for them. And a lot of people were uh, kind of debating that pick at pick six. And Josh Getty has turned out to be a, a great player for the Oklahoma City Thunder. So, And even when they were rebuilding, they, they got Chris Paul. They still made the playoffs. And this past year, they got 40 wins with SGA and were third in pace. And before the season started, they were projected to win 24 games. So even when their 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 rebuild is even going faster than what people thought, and they've been able to accumulate picks. And a lot of these moves, they're kind of telling me that the Bradley Bill era most likely is coming to an end soon. I don't know if it will happen in this offseason or before the trade deadline, but a lot of the guys that they brought in, like I said before, Travis Schlink had to rebuild with the Hawks. The Hawks had Al Horford. Kyle Korver, Jeff T, they, they had a great team, but the time came for them to rebuild. And Trey Young, they were able to get that team to the Eastern Conference Finals very quickly. They, they've had, they've had, these guys are coming from teams that rebuilt quickly. It didn't take a trust the process kind of time where it took 
three, four or five years. Uh, it did take three years for the Hawks, but it didn't take, you know, five years of just tanking and tanking. Uh, they were able to make the playoffs and be competitive. And then the Thunder, they were able to rebuild. They made the playoffs for Chris Paul, and then they rebuilt it. Then they had a couple uh, bad seasons, and then now they made the play-in, and we didn't even make the play-in. They made a play-in with, with a young team, a young developing team. Uh, so it, it, it's interesting. Like I said, the Thunder, they've rebuilt. Sam Presti has rebuilt. So a lot of the guys that are coming in, they've, they, they know how to rebuild and they're not scared to have bad seasons where we've had we've we've heard Ted Leonsa say we'll never ever tank, and they just know what it takes to build through the draft and be in destinations where they're not a free agency destination where they're going to hit home runs with big name guys where they know that they're going to have to possibly gut a roster and start from the bottom or start over and rebuild a team. So I'm intrigued, man. And they 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 draft guys, athletic wings. Look at the Hawks with Travis Link drafting. Uh, DeAndre Hunter, John Collins, uh, bringing in good free agents to build a team to get to the Eastern Conference Finals. So uh, nothing but positive things here, man. All good minds, all good basketball minds. So I have nothing but positive things to say about the hiring of Will Dawkins, who worked under Michael Winger. So I'm very excited, man. It's the dawn of a new day. I think Wizards fans should definitely be excited. So we got a long way to go, but I think he made some really good moves to start off. Shout out to my guy, Desan, man. Free at last, free at last. Great God <laughs> Almighty, free at last. Man, look, like you said, new era. I'm very, I'm very, very optimistic. I'm more excited than I've been in a long time to watch this Wizards basketball, man, because you have a very, 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 very confident front office. I mean, look at who you have in this front office. They know what they're doing. I mean, they had their track record. I mean, this... I mean, look, shout out to Ted Leonsis, man. He he got a lot of smoke this last pe- this last season, man. You know, the, you know, him as an owner, he got questioned, you know, general manager, obviously, with Tommy. I mean, but I see a dawn of a new era, man, because this is where you start. This is – I'm very excited because Michael Winger, look at his track record. Look who he's been under. Look at his business acumen. You know, Will Dawkins, with their relationship, you know, look, in sports, commodity, and, you know, you working with people, it matters. You know, and, and the fact that, you know, looking at Travis Schlink, man, what he's done in Atlanta, man, I'm very excited. I mean, because all three of these guys could run their own teams as general managers. Real talk. We have three competent general managers running this front office. So, again, it goes back to the biggest thing. You have a high level of competency and you have oversight. You have three minds, three different perspectives. You know, you it's not just one guy making all decisions. You have three guys who can come together as a think tank and make well-informed decisions concerning the future of this franchise. So I'm very excited. I'm, I'm more excited than I've been in a long time because it starts from the top down, man. We need a, a front office that n- knows what it's doing as far as drafting, know how to evaluate talent, you know, the utilized draft picks, first and second rounders, you know, the utilize, the really scout out NBA talent, you know, bringing talent here, you know. So I, I love this, man. This is, this is, <laughs> it's got me, I got butterflies, bro. <laughs> I mean, I'm happy, man, because, because this is the, you know, we're getting out of the realm of these, you know, looking at moves like, oh man, I, I wonder what we're going to do this all season. This was a really good all season for us because we revitalized this entire front office. And I'm just, I'm very excited. So, but obviously look now it, it ain't over. You know, the hard part is coming up next because this is going to be a very, very pivotal all season for the Washington Wizards because, you know, you got three options, rebuild, retool or running back. And do I think they bring back this current core? No. <laughs> retool is an option. Rebuild is definitely an option because look at the talent you have for guys who can evaluate draft talent. I mean, we're going to be able to utilize second rounders. Can you imagine if we hit on a second rounder? 
I mean, you know, that, and, but, that, but that's the success of these franchises who win championships. You know, you look Draymond Green with Golden State, he was a second rounder. I mean, the list goes on to second rounders, undrafted guys. You know, you know, Van Fleet. I don't know if he was second rounder or was he undrafted? He was I mean, undrafted, yeah. Undrafted. And then Travis Schlenk, he had a big part in drafting Draymond Green because he was with the Warriors too with Bob See? Myers as well. So he had a big part in uh, bringing in Clay Thompson and give Steph Curry yeah. uh, an extension. So great history with Travis Schlenk there as well. Absolutely. So you, we have guys who know how to utilize and find those diamonds in the rough. So e, I'm very optimistic. I think we are looking straight from the front office right now going forward. But again, like you said, look, the work ain't done because the hard work is going to hit. What is the vision going forward? And we're going to talk about the checklist of going forward, some major things that need to be addressed going forward for this new uh, front office. But overall, man, I'm very happy. I'm very excited because we have a competent front office that is going to lead us into a new era of Washington Wizards basketball. So that's why I'm at, man. I'm loving it right now. Very happy. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't blame you. I mean, everybody's optimistic in the chat, too. We're, we're live right now. If you guys didn't know, of course, or, uh, we're going to be responding to the chat. Um, but, yeah, we'll get into some of the draft history here from Will Dawkins. I just see I see a list of some of the draft picks he made, so we'll go over that. And then, like you said, the next steps as well. Yes, sir. So before we get – oh, yeah, yes, sir, absolutely. So before we get into the checklist, what does this new front office need to accomplish for the Wizards to go into a new era? Before we discuss that, this episode is brought to you by Game Time. Now, buying tickets can be a pain in the butt sometimes. I've gone through all the sites, Ticketmaster, SeatGeek, but I'm telling you right now, Game Time is the one that is my go-to. Buying tickets to your favorite events should not be stressful. Game Time is a fast and easy way to buy tickets for all sports and music, comedy shows, and theaters near you with killer deals on last-minute tickets and the best price guarantee. You can stop stressing over tickets and start getting hyped for the fun you'll have going to the game. Now, Game Time is a place for last-minute deals. Forget playing months in advance. Game Time has deals on tickets right up to the day of the event, which is big. Great exclusive flash deals on tickets for football, basketball, baseball, concerts, comedy shows, theater events, and more. The Game Time Guarantee means you'll always get the best price. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time will credit you up to 110% of the difference. It's the fastest-growing ticketing app in the country for a reason. Get images of your seat before you buy it. Buy tickets in a matter of seconds. Two taps and you're set. Tickets are sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig through your daggone email. Snap the tickets before without the stress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use locked on or use code Locked On NBA for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code locked on NBA for twenty dollars off. Download the game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Every day is tomorrow. We're going to talk about some more draft prospects, but also going into the offseason and going to free agency. We're going to talk about the best fit for some of the free agents on the market for the Washington Wizards. So let's get back into it. Um, what are the checklist? What are the three major areas that need to be addressed? Going forward for this front office, if we indeed want to go into a new era of Washington Wizards basketball. Uh, number one, I'm going with the long-term place for Bradley Bill in his organization. What do you think, E? Do you think that right now with this brand new front office, you think right now is the best time to flip Bill? Do you see him staying to after he gets the scoring record? Or what do you what do you see happening in DC with Bradley Bill? Uh, it's tough. I mean, it, it, because he holds the cards, you know, he has that no trade clause. So he had, he decides where he go, wants to go and, and, you know, what if he really wants to stay this year? What if he doesn't want to be traded just yet? So it's all up to him. He holds the keys to the car right now. Um, but yeah, just bringing all these guys that have rebuilt in the past. Um, Michael Winger, Michael Winger, um, not Michael Winger, but Michael Winger, he had to rebuild too with trading Blake Griffin with the Clippers. He had a part in that too. He had a say in that. 
Um, so all these guys have just been a part of a rebuild. And Michael Winger had to do it right when he started with the Clippers. And then uh, Will Dawkins has been a part of a, re- with the, of a rebuild uh, with trading Paul George and, and, and Russell Westbrook. And um, Travis Schlank, uh, like I brought up earlier, trading all the guys with Al Horford and then having to rebuild with Trey Young. So it just gives vibes of a rebuild coming soon. It may not happen this year, but it may happen in 2024 or at the trade deadline. That's just the vibes that I get with all these guys that just have been a part of retooling. Um, but, yeah, I, I think that is a part of it. So just seeing what what Brad wants to do, maybe they come to him and just have a conversation. Like, it's, I don't know if they're going to say, hey. You know, it's up to you, Brad, if you want to stay. We're going to do our best to rebuild around – to build around you and get the best players we can. But they may come in here and have an honest conversation and be and, and be straight up with them and be like, hey, man, we just – we want we're, – we're a new brass. We're a new thinking. We're a, we're a new um, brain trust or, or brain front office. And we may just – we have different plans for the team. And, you know, you, you can tell us where you want to go. And we'll try our best to get you to that destination. So that that definitely is a priority, just to get on the same page with Bradley Bill for sure. Oh, you best believe they're having that conversation with Bill probably as we speak. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you best believe that until Will uh, Dawkins came in, Travis Schlink and Michael Winger had that conversation already because that that has, has to be first the agenda because he's a franchise guy. He's on Supermax. You know, um, it's it's a tough one to really predict because. I know that the scoring record has some importance to Bradley Bill. He holds all the cards. He has no trade clause. He had a 15% trade kicker. There's a lot of factors can, can, that, that can keep him here in D.C. But I think that if they're transparent with him, look, this is an experienced front office. You know, they're, they're going to come in. They're going to be transparent. You know, hey, look, what, which, what, what do you want to do? Because this is what the vision is for the franchise going forward. Do you want to place in it? And if not, where do you want to go? And we can accommodate you. But I, I think if they keep it 100 with him, you know, we could see him being moved. Now, the scoring record, how important it is, you know, that remains to be seen. But I think that it, this is a great time to start over. You know, this is a great time to rebuild, you know, flip everybody you can to get some to get some value out of them. And the young core, you know, really see what you got going forward. You know, I think, you know, we can talk, we're going to talk more about it going to the offseason, you know, especially about Denny. Him be on an you know, expiring contract. <laughs> but, yeah, there was an article that came out, too, about that, too. Yes, sir. They're already talking. So, yeah. you know, they're, they're just, just questions, man. Um, Number two, you know, we talked about Brad real quick, man. Kuz and KP, you know, if they, you know, what 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 is your place going forward? Do they sign and trade Kuz? Do they bring back KP? And if they rebuild, do they still bring back KP or do you sign and trade him to get value? What, what do you see going on with uh, KP and Kuz? Yeah, you don't want to let them leave for for nothing. So you you do want to do a sign and trade, or this might be another trade deadline thing where you sign them to a contract and you find them uh, you find a trade partner before the trade deadline or next offseason. So it may be a slow play here. It may not be uh, a quick uh, turnaround or, or flip of the of the players. I think what they what they want to do is probably sign Kuz to a contract, uh, and sign KP to a contract, and then probably move them to get assets. You know, you you've seen what Sam Presti has done flipping guys for first round picks and just loading up on picks. So um, if Will Dawkins can bring that kind of uh, uh, prowess or um, trade working to the Wizards, then, you know, I'm, I'm intrigued to see what they do. Yeah. Um, or if they're part- still, or if they're still trying to win, if they have a conversation with Bill, like I said, on the flip hand, on the flip side where they're like, Hey, we're still trying to, we'll, we'll, we'll try this solid three out one more time. We'll give it a go one more time and try our best to, build around it so that, that's still an option as well but you, you know you hit the nail on the head we have options that's something we haven't had for a long time here you know we've always had massive contracts weighing us down 
or we've had a young core that really had no, you know, no vision going forward. You know, we have options here. And that and that's the exciting part about having a fresh and brand new front office who is competent and know what they're doing is that we have options. You know, we want to retool and, you know, maybe sign and trade one of the two um, of KP and Kuz to try to get some talent this round, Bill. That's one option. If we want to run it back and maybe try to go get a point guard and, and maybe wing to go with this current core, that's an option. If we want to go into a total rebuild, we have the vision as far as evaluating young talent that we can rebuild. We can do whatever we want at this point. And, th and that is something that we have not always had in D.C. And that's why it's very exciting for a new era of, of Wizards basketball, because we have options. We have guys who know what they're doing. You know, it's just so I, what do I do? What do I see them going forward with as far as Kuz and KP? I think that hmm, I think KP stays here long term. If we're not playing up to par, yes, he could be moved to the deadline. But I do see Kuz being signed and traded. I think that the best course of action going forward with this with this team is a veteran point guard. I think we definitely need to go out into the draft and get another point guard. But I think going forward, if we if like you said, it depends on Bill. What does he want to do? If he wants to come back and really get that scoring record and really see if under new management they can see that's the thing. You know, Bradley Bill in his mind, he could look at it from this perspective. I have a front office now who knows how to find talent in the draft, free agency, and through trade. So why not give them a year, give them a chance to see if he can, they can surround me with talent. And I think that might be his course of action because I think the scoring record is going to be appealing to Bill. And I think that he, maybe he gives us, because he holds all the cars, so maybe he gives his front office, look, surround me with talent, see what we can do, and then go from there. If he's not satisfied, then flip him. But I it, it is so exciting because we have so many options going forward. So last of the agenda for the checklist that needs to be addressed this all season by the new front office, all right, depending on those two factors, where did, if you had to pinpoint one uh, position that we target in the draft, do we go 100% on point guard or is it best, you know, best available? Or where, where do you think we go in the draft? Um, I would definitely look at the point guard position. Uh, a lot of mocks have Anthony Black going top five that I've seen before us as well. Um, so if he's off the board, you really just go best player available. If one of the Thompson twins falls to number eight, uh, I would prefer Osar. I would definitely take a look at him. Um, Cam Whitmore, you're a guy. I don't see him. I don't think he's going to drop to number eight anymore, apparently from every mock draft that I've seen of recent. Uh, Kassan Wallace, we'll probably talk about him a little bit later. He had a workout today. He canceled his workout with the Hawks at, uh, at pick 15. So that he must have a, he had, a, he must have had a really, really good workout. So that's a point guard option, uh, right there. Bilal Kalabi, I'm probably butchering his last name. He, a lot of people are really loving him on social media. I don't know how scouts feel about him too, but he's a guy that, that may jump the number. I think he's a little too high for number eight, but yeah, I, I really just think best player available. You could even look at Taylor Hendricks, um, I really like Jalen Hood out of Indiana as well, so he might be a reach too. But I think honestly, if 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 um, Black is gone and Wallace are gone, then yeah, you just got to look at best player available and maybe look at a Thompson twin. Yeah, I'm with yeah, you, man. You know, oh, that absolutely. Yeah. I'm with you. I think that Cam Whitmore is, is ghost by the time at eight, man. <laughs> as much as I want him here, he's not going to be here, man. I think that his talent level, he's he's gone top five. Uh, look, Anthony Black. There's a lot of smoke with his name right now. You know, the Orlando. A lot of mock drafts have him going to Orlando. You know, with Markel Falls, I don't know why you do, but, you know, so <laughs> again, we're talking about the Wizards. But we have options. Um, The draft. Casey Wallace, man, you know, like you said, had a really good workout today and canceled his workout with the, with the Hawks, man. You know, he, he can defend. You know, his, his shot can't get better, but he can shoot. You know, he's got vision. I'm not against Casey Wallace, man, because, you know, University of Kentucky guards have a lot of love here in D.C. I'm just saying, John Wall, he was here for a minute. So, you know, 
And look, people forget John Wall won no slouch on defense. You know, he reminds me a lot about John, man. You know, you know, his shot may be a little better because you know John always had an issue with that shot, consistent shot. But um, Casey Wallace, I think, is is a good target to have because you know, like again, you know, you know, Taylor Hendricks is another very intriguing prospect I like, man. You know, he can play the four, he played the three, you know, we need another wing. So it really depends on where we're at, you know, how the, the draft unfolds, because you know, you can mock draft all day, but drafts tend to go different ways, man. Like I mm-hmm. said, nobody thought that Paulo Benchero was going to be number one last year, and he was number one and rookie of the year. So you just never know. I mean, it's, it's pretty safe to bet that Wimbyama's number one. I'll be very shocked. <laughs> very shocked if he doesn't go number one. But, you know, number two and number three is going to be up for debate because obviously Charlotte and Portland have different situations as far as where the franchise is going forward. You know, Charlotte, the scoot really coexists with LaMelo. And in Portland, you know, Dame said – I'd rather try to get some veteran talent instead of going through the draft. So it's going to be interesting, man, because I know there's a lot of Wizards fans that would love to get a chance to go get Scoot. So let me, matter of fact, before we move on, what do you, <laughs> you do? You think the Wizards have a chance to try to scoot, uh, get Scoot? Uh, no, because we would have to trade with the Blazers to get pick three, and that's not even a guarantee. So uh, the Blazers, I don't think they want Bill. I think they want somebody else. I think they want Pascal or Macau Bridges. I think that's what they're – or even Jalen Brown. That's what I think they're looking for. Uh, yeah. So I, I don't I'm, think we're going to get pick three. Yeah, I'm with you, man. But, you know, we can always dream, right? (laughs) So before we move on, we're going to get into comments and chop it up with you guys because I know everybody's very, very excited about the new front office. But before we move on, Ed is going to talk to y'all about prize picks. Yes, sir. Today's episode is brought to you by Price Picks. So this is how it works. You pick two to six players and you pick over-unders. So um, Jimmy Butler, if you're looking at the game for uh, Wednesday night for the finals, I'll just give you guys a couple of picks here. Um, Jimmy Butler, I would look at him or really Jokic. Uh, Jokic 28 over. He's uh, I like his points, rebounds, and assists. His points, rebounds, and assists is 15 and a half. I would definitely take the over on that. Jimmy Butler's oh, um, points, rebounds, and assists is 38 and a half. So I would take the under on that. So those are the picks I would make for the finals game three. So this is how it works. You pick two to six players if they will go score more or less than their price risk projection. You've been a, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. No competing against other people, it's just you versus the projections available. Price Picks offers projections on any sport that you watch. This includes NBA, NFL, MLB, NHL, PGA, WNBA, college basketball, esports, Euro basketball, golf, cricket, and more, even MMA. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It's that easy, safe, and fast withdrawals. Currently operational in over 30 states and Canada. Download the Price Picks app or go to pricepicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users, first-time users can receive a 100 a percent instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code locked on. If you deposit $100, price fix will give you $100. If you deposit $50, price fix will give you $50. Don't forget to enter promo code locked on at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. All right, yes. but um, you ready to get in comments or did you have anything else? Uh, I'm good, man. Uh, good? I'm ready okay. if you're ready. All right, yeah, I just want to get into his draft history real quick. This is um, this is Will Dawkins under um, – under Sam Presti, of course, they drafted Chet. They drafted Usman Jang last year, who was a project player out of New Zealand. Jalen Williams is a guy who had a really, really good rookie season. A lot of Wizards fans wanted him. They also drafted Jalen Williams from Arkansas. Drafted Josh Giddy with six picks in 2021. With the six picks in 2021. Trey Mann at pick 18 in 2021 out of Florida. I liked him a lot. Jeremiah Robinson Earl, second-round pick who played really well. Aaron Wiggins out of Maryland, second-round pick who had a really good season as well. Um, and they drafted Poku as well. Uh, they drafted Darius Baisley in 2019. Like I said, undrafted Lou Dort, who's played really well for them as well. So um, they made some really, really good picks. 2017, they did have a miss in Terrence 2K Ferguson, super athletic. Um, 
not in the NBA anymore. And then 2016, they drafted Sabonis, and then they ended up trading him, of course, to the Pacers uh, for Paul George. So, uh, But there's a long list of guys. They drafted campaign. This is under Sam Presti, and, of course, Will Dawkins has been there uh, for a long time under uh, Sam Presti as well. Of course, he was there with the KD years, the Russell Westbrook, the James Harden, the winning years, the NBA Finals years as well. And then um, Travis Schlenk, man, he has, a, he has a really good track record. He was with the Warriors we talked about earlier. He had a big part in drafting Draymond Green. Um, had a big part in bringing in Clay Thompson as well, giving Steph Curry the extension, bringing in Andre Iguodala, Iguodala, Sean Livingston for that NBA Finals championship team with the Warriors as well. So we really got some guys with some really, really good resumes. And then I like the way that Travis Link drafted in the middle of the round of the first round, drafted Kevin Herter, who was really good. John Collins has been a good player. Um, drafted Cam Radish, who hasn't hit, but he's still a talented player. And then, of course, he drafted Trey Young, of course. And then he drafted A.J. Green out of Duke, who had a really, really good uh, rookie season with nine points a game. So the Wizards were always in that middle part. So these guys have done a great job with finding talent in the back end of the draft, the second round, the first round. So uh, we have guys with, with decorated draft records for sure and um, finding good free agents. Uh, so I, I'm just excited with, with the resumes uh, that these guys have here for sure. Absolutely, man. If you, um, just like you said, man, the track records, they, they know how to draft. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's something we definitely need here in dc man because our draft game has been struggling for a minute now so <laughs> so let's definitely get into some comments man we're gonna start off with some style tonight israeli fandom where do you see denny in the wizards rebuild with his new management know how to use denny compared to west Sunsell? well um well i mean look denny's on a sparring contract so i guess really uh this new front office they're gonna have to look at it from what you know what's his value you know if you go through a rebuild then maybe you kind of take a look at Denny Avia going forward, see what he can do. You know, definitely try to, you know, work with him, especially his shot. But, you know, you best believe if they're trying to retool or even try to continue to find talent around Bradley Bill, I think he's going to, I think Denny's, you know, he's gone, man. Because again, do you rebuild him? If not, you got to get value from him. Yeah. Um, we'll probably talk about the Mark Stein article that came. I don't know if you guys saw it, but um, he basically said that um, Denny most likely will not get a contract extension, and then you have a new front office coming in. Everybody's on the chopping block, honestly, because none of these guys brought these guys here. So it's just like I always bring up the analogy with football. I mean, when a new gym comes in and the quarterback is there, you know, that's just not their guy. Or the coach. I mean, West Hansel Jr., too, he's on – he could potentially be on a hot seat, too. So everybody's auditioning and trying out for the new uh, GM, and and we'll see what happens with Denny. I mean, it's a big year for him, but – yeah, I mean, I personally, I mean, we'll talk about it later, but we'll see. We'll see. I'll give my opinion on it possibly tomorrow about him getting an extension. We'll read the Mark Stein article, what he had to say about Denny. But Denny, Denny's a, a good player, but, um, you know, Wizards players, they typically don't get a second contract, but that could that could change with the new front office. But um, I, I do think Denny's going to have a long career in the league. It, it may not just be with the Wizards uh, this upcoming season or, or, or next season. Yes, sir. I totally agree. 100 Angry Wizards fan said, did you hear Casey Wallace canceled his meetings with the Hawks after his meeting today with the Wizards? Makes me think we, prom- we promised to take him. Um, look, I- I've always been big on Casey Wallace, man. I think that he could come here and he can play some good basketball for the Wizards. You know, he-, he is a dog on defense. I mean, people don't talk enough about his ability to defend. And he can shoot. He can score. He, I mean, he, fit- he-, he checks all boxes for us. So, you know, Anthony Black, you know, his size is intriguing. Um, I... Something tells me he they're gonna he's gonna get picked and he's not gonna be there 
<laughs> at eight, man. I just don't think Anthony Black's going to be there at eight. So I think if we're looking at point guard, man, yeah, I'm with you. Casey Wallace has to be that guy. But again, I'm with you, E. I think his best player available. Maybe it's Jarius Walker's there. You know, it all depends how the draft unfolds. Mm. No, I'm, I'm 100% fine with Casal Wallace. I really am fine with him at eight. Um, shot 34% from the three, a solid three-point shooter. But he's really known for his defense, getting down in the stance, got a lot of steals. Um, just really st- disruptive at the point of attack. And uh, he would be another uh, really good guard uh, to defend. And he can get to the basket, man. He can get to the basket. He can score. I mean, he wasn't really aggressive as he could have been in college. He, he had a back injury. The first half of the year, he was yeah. really good scoring and getting to the basket um, and finishing around the rim. He's still a really good finish around the rim, but he's explosive. He can get downhill as well. He has a good mid-range shot. Um, I really like Kassan Wallace a, a lot. We need more point of attack defenders. If you have Kassan and DeLon backing him up, you know, I mean, that's a really good defensive uh, point guard duo out there, especially next to Bradley Bill. If they do decide to, to uh, you know, keep Brad this year, Brad decides to stay, I think Kassan would be a good fit next to Bradley Bill. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, him him canceling that workout, yeah, it, it's it's definitely telling, man. I mean, uh, I, I like Kassan a lot. So he must have had a really, really good workout today. He played against Nick Smith, too, out of Arkansas, who's good, too. So um, he must have been cooking some guys out there. Yeah, I think it's a it's a good sign, man, because I would definitely welcome Kassan Wallace here in DC. I, mm-hmm. I, I love his defensive prowess. You know, the offense, while it's there, mm-hmm. he can improve, he can improve on it because he's not gonna be a focal point of the offense. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we're not dependent on him to come in like when John Wall, where he had to be a certain percentage of offense. No, Kassan could come in and he can orchestrate the offense as the point guard, as a, you know, the, the quarterback. So now I'm I'm really high on Kassan Wallace because you know I'm I'm a Kentucky, I'm a uh, Kentucky guy, so maybe I'm a little biased, <laughs> but <laughs> but I definitely run the roll with him. But uh, due to time, we're gonna do one to two more questions, and definitely we're gonna do a mailbag, if not a couple of them this week. So definitely put in your questions this week for us for a mailbag. But uh, go ahead, you got any? Uh, you see any questions you want in? Um. Yeah, and then Kassan Wallace, he's been compared to Marcus Smart, Drew Holiday, guys like that, because yeah. he's been a, a really good defender at the point of attack. So he's just aggressive. So um, I, I like Kassan. I do. Uh, TJ Those are Hooks, not bad comparisons. Right. Yeah, I know. I know. TJ Hook says, I'm optimistic, fellas. I looked at our draft history, and it's depressing. I think I understand what our aim with the international players, but we fell miserably at development. We're on the right track. Yeah, so, I mean, they've they've shown that they've been able to develop guys. You look at the Thunder. Like I said, Lou Dort was undrafted. Um, Jalen Williams coming in as a rookie. So they just made good picks and guys have hit the ground running. And they, they have time to develop them too. Josh Giddy, look at the way he's played. I mean, he's been able to be successful. He still doesn't really have – he still – jump you know, jumpers are not his forte, but he's still able to impact and control the game with his passing, his rebounding. He can still get downhill and score. Oh, and then another guy, Isaiah Joe, who they signed too. He had a 30-point game. There was one game where, like, Jalen Williams had 30 points, Shea had 30 points. And Isaiah Joe had 30 points in one game. So that just shows Aaron Wiggins has been a good development, uh, developmental player as well. So they've been able to just find guys and draft guys, uh, young guys, and let these guys play and develop. So they've done a really, really good job of that. And then uh, Travis Schlenk developing John Collins. Trey Young, has been, he was a great player anyway. But, um, yeah, they, they've shown trackers of, of scouting and developing players. Um, so, um, But the whole international player thing, I mean – Tommy Shepard, you know, they brought in Rui, they brought in Denny. So, I mean, they, they, um, they, I, you know, I don't know if they were trying to, Ted was trying to market, of course, to, um, you know, international parts of the, of the world. But, you know, I mean, I, I think they were, and the draft picks have been solid players. They're just not home runs. That's just what it is. You know, Rui was a good player. I wish he was still here in DC because he's had a heck, of, he had a heck of a playoffs with the, with the Lakers. 
but he just wasn't a home run pick. Same thing with Denny. Denny's a solid player, but he's more of a rotational guy. Corey Kispert, great shooter, but not a home run. So they they just they made good picks, but not great picks. You the hit the previous nail on... regime. The previous regime. Oh, absolutely. Hey, you hit the nail on the head, man. We have to get better at drafting. But I think we have taken a step in the right direction. I think with this front office, you know, good times are coming. So uh, we got one more. We got a uh, new break snoo. What up, fellas? I'm still big on Ant Black unless we can move up to get Scoot or Eamon. I don't see it. Like you said, um, I don't. I just don't see Portland. I don't think we have enough for that move. Um, so I think that realistically, you know, Ant Black, if he falls, because I do think he, that he's looking at being a top five pick, man. You know, Orlando's looking at him. Um, so, oh, <laughs> T. Martin says, does anyone besides Brandon feel excited about the upcoming Wizards season? Come on now. We got to get excited. Come on. <laughs> we got a whole new brand. <laughs> brand new front office man you gotta get excited but and I, hey, look you said it earlier e, you know the work is not done we have plenty of stuff on the agenda to get done this all season so you know it's a good sign going forward but our work is far from being done so before we roll you got anything left e? no um we'll definitely have a mailbag because there are a lot of comments here there's a lot of good questions uh in here <laughs> um but Desan, i guess the last thing i'll say he said we need to copy what okc did rebuild rise trading bill is an important step and that comparable to call george trade and then do what miami does scouting wise um yeah i mean okc they had they had, they traded russell westbrook they traded paul george uh <clears throat> they they were able to get some good players in return they just accumulated picks and got more picks and more picks and more picks over the years and when you get so many picks you can just throw so many darts at the dartboard and it's, it's easier to find um, good players, and that's what that's what they've been able to do, and still be competitive at the same time. They still got more wins than we did last year. They got forty wins and made the plan. When we have um, guys that you know are supposed to be a big three, they didn't, we didn't even make the playoffs. So um, it looks like their rebuild is is going faster than you know what we're trying to do over here. Um, uh, I mean, it, it's just what it was last year. So, um, but yeah, I mean, if if they because they traded Paul George for how many first round picks? Uh, what was it, like three or four or five? I think four. Look, look, yeah, it was like four yeah, or something four. like that. Yeah. So if, I mean, imagine. I don't know if we'll get that for Brad, but imagine if we did get something near that, a hole like that, um, just to start over and, and rebuild a team. So, and like I said, on the flip on the flip side too, what if they're able to be aggressive and build around Bill and build a playoff com, com, uh, a competitive, a playoff contender? So I'm. I'm not against that either. I mean, if they if they are able to really build around this team and they, they look like a legitimate team that can make a make somewhat of a run, then I'm for that too. Yeah, great minds thinking like as we say, e, because you know what? Look, I've, I'm a rebuild guy, but you know what? My criticism of Bill has always been the contract. You know, the contract is a big obstacle, but if they're able to be savvy and try to surround him with talent, I'm not against it. I want to see wins. I want to see <laughs> I want to see a playoff team here in DC. So. That's where I'm at. So, uh, again, you got anything left, man? No, that's it, man. Um, yeah, this this is this is, this should be a good offseason, man. I'm excited. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So, read to rebuild or try to run it back. Those are the questions. But those are questions answered by a spanking new front office. So, definitely, thank you for making Locked On Wizards your first listen every day. Every day or tomorrow, we are going to do mailbag episode. So, definitely get, shoot us your best questions, and we are going to do our best to knock them out for you. So again, I appreciate everybody. Optimism is in the air in the 202. Yes, sir. So hail to the Wizards and everybody have a good